This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. On each episode of Barkcast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good, man. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Right, we have had a letter, an email has come in. I'm thinking about adopting a dog. However, I currently have two cats. Right. And two rabbits. Oh, wow. It doesn't say if the rabbits are indoor or outdoor, because I believe you can have indoor rabbits. I know this because I've got two rabbits myself. Are they indoors? No, they're outdoors. Right. <laughs> Terrible little things. I should never adopted them. Anyway, um, <laughs> who's this come from? So, from Julie. Okay. So, looking to get a dog, but already have animals in the house. Adopt a dog. Already have animals in the house, which are not of the canine variety. Right. Okay, and I'm going to assume just off the bat the cats and the rabbits are all okay together. Let's just run with that. I, I guess we have. I haven't got right. too much details. Okay. So, uh, yes, I do get this a fair amount, actually. Usually it's to do with we've got a dog in the house already and we're bringing a dog in. That can, that can be And easy. I think we've, talked, we've done a podcast on that before, how I to th- introduce... I was just thinking that, yes. We have. How to introduce, we, how to introduce a puppy to your existing dog. So, similar thing with puppies or another dog and coming into a house with cats. The big thing here... First off, Will, are you adopting a puppy, whether it's a rescue or a breed or what have you, or are you going to the shelter and getting a slightly older dog? I believe from, and I'm going to assume here, from it's slightly older. It's a slightly older because sure. it's a, an adoption. They generally adopt slightly, slightly older dogs. Older. So on that basis, it's then about what we don't know is the history of that particular dog. Absolutely not. So we don't know whether it was living in the street and just used to love chasing the hell out of cats. Or eating rabbits. Or eating rabbits. I, without seeing the dog... And again, with mixed breed dogs, this is, and we've mentioned this a few times on various podcasts, when you're dealing with a mixed breed, from a training perspective, it's always good to know what breeds are kind of in there. Like, oh, that's, that's a border collie. I know what I'm dealing with. I know what its, it's prey driver is like, and I can utilize that. With a mixed breed, you're kind of like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what's going on in there. So trying to work out what traits and focus that dog has takes a bit more time. So if, for example, we were getting a, a border collie, and I've got rabbits that bounce and hop and move and cats that do like to fly around the house then i'm dealing with a prey driven dog (laughs) i see a big red flag yeah that's going to be i would seriously want to think about that whereas if i'm getting a you know sleepy easygoing dog that just doesn't really care like a golden or something it might be less of an issue again we're adopting maybe a mixed breed dog we're not entirely sure it's where possible and if you're going to a shelter a lot of the times these will have cats and dogs available it might be worth asking the shelter to try and put two together, obviously in a controlled way. Don't put them in a the room and see what happens. Yeah, I can put a cat in a cage. I can put the dog on a leash and walk the, two, uh, walk the dog around. Um, the, there's a, a flag with that saying, well, it's really unethical. It's really bad on the cat. The cat can be freaking out in the cage. There's an element to that I appreciate, but it works both ways. If the cat is terrified of dogs, I know that I'm not going to rehome that cat to a family with dogs and, and vice versa. If the dog's lunging at the cat, then obviously... Maybe that's not a good dog for you to have if you've got cats in the house. It's also going to depend on the age of your cats. Are your cats young kittens? A lot of mobility, a lot of movement, a lot of bounce, a lot of chase. That's something that's going to trigger a dog to run and chase with them as well, potentially. Are your cats slightly older? Have your cats been around other dogs before and they're a bit more wily and a bit more like, yeah, bring it on, sunshine, I can handle you? In which case, there's less chase, there's less less prey drive kicking in. Uh, a younger dog goes up to have a sniff, gets swiped on the nose and thinks, oh, okay, I need to stay away from that. 
You've mentioned a lot about cats. How to do with the rabbits. So I don't know much about rabbits. Well, and let me tell you, Because you've Russell, got a couple, right? I've just adopted two rabbits, and they live in a hutch outside um, when they're sleeping, and then during the daytime when I'm at home, they have a big area where they run around it, like a pen, like an a open pen, pen. Like an open pen. Okay, fine. Yep. So, A, that helps create a, a barrier between the, the rabbits and the dog, so you can do the same thing. It's a... It's very unlikely you're going to go to a shelter and have you know, rabbits on display to <laughs> work around with your puppy. Can I just point dog. out now, if anyone wants any rabbits, yeah, they are two available. <laughs> so, yes, I would, again, have my, my dog on leash. I can walk them up to the, the little fence or to the hutch so they can have a sniff, call the dog away, lots of treats, lots of fuss, lots of positive, calm, engaging reward. I don't know how energetic the average rabbit is if they're hopping and bouncing going completely crazy or whether or they are okay uh, a bit of both to be fair i mean a lot of times they're just chilled out lying down and right. then other times they do hop around and try to engage with each other okay it can look it can take time it can take weeks and months for if you adopt a dog no other animals know nothing and you bring a dog into your house it can take weeks and months for that particular dog to settle in on that note if you've now got other animals it can take similar sort of time for those two to work themselves out i think with the rabbit thing the rabbits are generally gonna be outside so it's a case of just I, i'm assuming i'm just assuming the cats will be the bigger issue that's what yeah so they're we should more likely to be free around the house jumping on things and, and bouncing around do the cats have very similar to when we talked about the introducing the puppy to a, a dog do the cats have a territory and it's their territory and will they become very angry that this new dog's coming in it depends on the cat it really does i mean some cats will just sit there and go oh you think this is your sofa do you I dare you to come close to me so I can swipe your eyes out. Whereas other cats, another, or you know, younger cats, they'll, they'll smell a dog approaching and just think, ping, I'm off to the top of the fridge. It really does depend on the different animals. And equally, it depends on the dog. The dog might be absolutely terrified of the cat, so I want to run away. So it, it can kind of work both ways. The one important uh, thing I would do, if I'm bringing, certainly if I'm bringing a puppy into my house, they're always on leash. They're either in their crate, in their pen, or they're on leash with me in the immediacy, in the early days. If I'm adopting a dog and bringing them into my house, I would probably do the same because I want them just to learn a being around me and building a bond with me and where you get to go comes through me. So by having them on leash, I'm instantly mitigating their ability to run around the house and chase the cats. I can sit here with them and I can pez dispense them with treats and love and attention and affection for just lying here next to me and being calm while the cat walks by. To begin with, that might be tricky because, well, that's new. I'm used to chasing these things in the street. But once they've said, oh, this cat happens to be here all the time and there's no threat, there's no drama, there's no chase, it negates itself. And I had this a lot with clients that do have dogs and cats. They all live together famously. The cat snuggles up with the dog and everything's amazing. That same dog outside sees a cat, goes bananas, wants to hunt, chase and kill the cat if it can. But it loves the cat indoors. It does work like that with dogs. It does take time for those bonds to build especially if you're dealing with an older dog versus puppies and kittens getting together. You do see dogs and cats on a lot of the YouTube videos. We've talked about YouTube videos before in, in previous pods. Dogs um, and cats and other animals can all certainly uh, absolutely see, live Exactly. Together. You see birds sitting with a cat. Yep. And you see, as long as they I mean, but it seems that when they're introduced at a very young age, this bond grows. A young age certainly can help. But even if they are slightly older, working through the process, if you just put them together and hope for the best, there's a good chance it will go wrong. If you work the process and show each, and I mean the cat as well as the dog here, that, hey, just we're going to chill out here, and it's rewarding, it's calm, it's engaging, and add some element of control, if that means putting the dog on the leash so it can't chase the cat, that's one thing I can do. 
And as much as I can sit there and reward the dog with some treats, I can do the same with the cat. And you could probably get a cat leash. I don't know. I guess you, you can. See, you absolutely can. You can do anything you like. But again, it's about respecting their boundaries. If the cat is terrified and wants to take flight, I'll let the cat be terrified and take flight. I'll control the dog and keep the dog nice and calm with me and work with that. And over time, I can bring the cat back into the picture and allow the cat to come a bit closer. If it's the other way around and the dog's absolutely terrified, I can keep the cat out of the picture. And I guess it's not a good idea, and you, you talked about this when we talked about the little dog syndrome, to pick up the cat when the dog comes in. Correct, because now the cat's, you're just going to get scratched. If the cat wants away, the cat's going to get away, and cats have got serious claws. And they're going to start climbing and shredding you to get away. So I would rather have the cat able to take care of itself. They're more likely to jump up on a sofa or a table or somewhere high up themselves. And then for me, it's about showing the dog, yeah, the cat's over there, but don't worry about the cat, just focus on me. And when the cat's done that enough times and jumped and run and the dog's like, oh, yeah, fine, it's just the cat being stupid, then all of a sudden the dog's less reactive to that particular cat because it's not an issue. The cat's realizing, well, the dog's not actually a threat because he never chases me, he doesn't bother me, everything's kind of fine. And if I'm there pez-dispensing both for standing in relative close proximity to each other, so the cat's thinking, well, I'm getting my bits of kibble and my bits of treats or whatever, my bits of salmon, but the dog's standing there, oh, but I'm still getting my bits of salmon, so this is no, no bad thing, and the dog's getting the same thing, then it just creates a larger, happier, calmer picture. Yeah. The calm thing is the important part, and by having some element of controls, i.e. leashes, uh, is going to help. So just talk through, so Judy's going to go and get her dog. So what's that first hour of her getting a dog and getting home? What would you be your... Carnage. Your kind of <laughs> but, apart, from apart from that there you go Julie it's going to be carnage so just, just go for but it you'll be fine happy days but what would just do just for that first hour she gets home dog's on the leash what do you recommend have a a load of treats I would probably uh, this does depend on what the cats are kind of like I might even you know I'm assume I'm going to assume that both cats are, are a little bit older, reasonably stable, and you know not too flighty. I'm not sure any cat's stable, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, good point, well made. So I might just bring the dog in on the leash, lots of treats, uh, and I'm also going to assume, as dangerous as, as assumptions are, that we've maybe done some work at the shelter with other cats, or we know from what we've been told that the dog is stable around cats, and just have the dog with me walk around the house. I'm basically ignoring the cats. Oh, and the rabbits. I've I've got no interest in them whatsoever. I'm just going to walk around with the dog, guide him and get him to or her to engage with me and have some treats and gentle petting. Oh, good dog. There you go. Have fuss. Have a treat. Come and sit with me in the kitchen. We'll walk around. If the, the cats are taking flight and keeping away, that's absolutely fine off the bat. It's more about just having the dog being calm in the house and getting them to focus on me. Don't worry about anything else that's going on because the other things going on are going to be a consistent factor over time anyway. Can I switch it? What if the dog's going crazy? If the dog's going crazy, there's the obvious caveat with all of this is it might just be the wrong dog that shouldn't be in a house with cats and rabbits. You do need to be aware of that. And when we're adopting any dog into a house that has anything other than you, cats, rabbits, a goat, children, whatever it might be, you are elevating the risk that that dog might not be a good mix within that particular dynamic. Do adoption centers, and I don't know because I've never adopted a dog, but um, do adoption centers let you have like a day to take the dog home and check it out, or is that not allowed? Yes and no. They're, and that, that's going to depend on where you are. Uh, broad, like here, it's generally speaking very much about we need to adopt the dogs out as soon as we can. You want that one? Please take it. Thank you very much. I've, and certainly in the UK, I've been to places you can go and have a look at the dogs. Yes, we really like to take Rover. 
great let's make an appointment we want to come and see your house come and see your living environment see what you do what your job is they will interview you to make sure that they feel comfortable sending that dog to you so they'll have a rounded picture and i say oh well sorry you've got two young kids this particular dog shouldn't be with kids or or whatever that dynamic is so in that respect and as i i there's good and bad with both i understand here about just getting the dogs into homes because there's so many strays compared to say in the uk where the, there are strays but obviously the numbers are much much less so whereas here to try and do that if i say to potential adoptees no, we need to come and check your living environment i need to know more about you and what you do they'll just say well jog on i'll go to the temple and pick one up myself it, it, it's a bit more difficult in that respect cool well there we go julie so yeah julie, <laughs> to kind of summarize yeah number one have my dog on leash um, have some high value treats and it's all about getting the dog to engage with you don't worry about the cats and the rabbits just yet get the dog to engage with you because the cats and rabbits aren't going anywhere anytime soon so they're always going to be there and the fact that they are there and he can smell them there anyway is part of the process don't try and get them all sitting together having cuddles and and, and kisses taking that youtube hour. video yeah, and, and taking the, the yeah. youtube videos don't worry about that in your first hour or first few days and weeks and and julie i hope that helps and if you do want to adopt two more rabbits then yeah, please drop please. russell an email and he'll <laughs> yeah, get in touch with pass me it on. info at k9pointacademy.com Thanks, Russ. No worries, mate. Cheers, mate, mate. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.